Astrology. This is episode number 597 for December 16 through 31, 2021. I cannot remember ever seeing so many major astrology events all happening in a 16-day window. The headliner is the third and final lineup of 2021's most powerful aspect, the mighty Saturn-Uranus square. We also have Venus turning retrograde as she conjoins Pluto. Jupiter makes a magical quintile with Uranus, then enters Pisces. We also have Chiron turning direct, a Gemini full moon, and the winter solstice chart, OMG. Get comfortable. We have a lot to talk about. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from thisweekinastrology.com. I record these forecasts as an audio podcast and a video, so take your pick. The video version includes detailed chart graphics, which you can also see in my written forecasts at astroshaman.com. We're honored to be one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. Again, that's thisweekinastrology.com. And if you have not already, be sure to click the link in the show notes for two chances to win a free Astrology Plus session with me each and every month. What's old is we come into the second half of December. We have a waxing moon. Chiron's retrograde through December 19th, and Uranus is retrograde through January 18th. So let's dive into this amazing astrological lineup. Saturday, December 18, a full moon lights up the sky at 11.36 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's at 27 degrees, 28 minutes, Gemini. Any Gemini full moon is great for release or adjustment in the areas of learning, teaching, and communication. Also evaluate how much variety you have in your life, how much local travel you're doing, and your interactions with your neighbors and relatives. The epic Saturn-Uranus square is 2021's and 2022's most important aspect, and I interpret it at length uh, on December 24th. That's coming up. I won't steal my thunder here, but you should know that the full moon gives this world-shaking square extra power. This is because the moon makes a sesquare to Saturn and a semi-square to Uranus. These are only minor part aspects, but they do add fuel to this potent fire. If there's anything you want to release or adjust that relates to a Saturn-Uranus theme, and I'll be giving you plenty of those here in a bit, this full moon empowers you to do it. If you want to keep it simpler, you can use each planet independently. Uranus encourages you to be your authentic human self, follow your intuitive hits, and serve others using your special gifts that you most love to use. Saturn invites you to be more mature, responsible, and consistent. He would love to see you make the best use of your time and, where appropriate, plan the work, and work the plan. Finally, are you setting appropriate boundaries, ensuring your wisdom with those who are ready to hear it? Other aspects. The moon's tightest aspect is a Jupiter trine. This continues the theme of teaching and learning. Jupiter is associated with higher learning and can be the professor, philosopher, guru, or wisdom giver. This aspect can also make it easy to do something unusual. Jupiter is in Aquarius and adventurous. Finally, this full moon quincunxes Venus and Pluto. This Venus-Pluto conjunction is important because Venus goes retrograde tomorrow and will be energetically conjunct Pluto throughout the end of the year. Once again, I don't want to steal thunder from my December 19 Venus retrograde forecast below. Let's just say that her themes of relationship, creativity, and finance are massively amplified. Any adjustments you want to make in these areas are potently supported by this full moon. This full moon has a distinctive Sabian symbol, society granting bankruptcy to him. A man leaves the court with mixed feelings. Sometimes we're liberated from a burden, but continue to carry it inside. 
if this man feels guilty about not paying back his creditors, it's not doing his creditors any good. It's only weighing him down and could even limit his ability to prosper again. We each have many sub-personalities inside us. Some of their traumas may make them feel bad when good things happen. It's good to have effective shadow work techniques to unburden these parts, then reintegrate them into your inner family. There's many helpful ways to do this. One of my favorites is an extraordinarily effective method called Internal Family Systems Therapy, IFS. You can have my voice guide you through this process step-by-step in my self-guided IFS course. It's part of my Awakening Plus membership for spiritual support, which is linked in the show notes. On Sunday, December 19, Venus turns retrograde at 5.36 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, around 26 and a half Capricorn. She'll turn direct again on January 29th at 3.46 a.m. around 11 Capricorn. Venus does this six-week turnabout every 18 months. Venus retrograde always deserves close attention, but this one deserves your scrutiny for another reason. Venus spends over half of this retrograde energetically conjunct Pluto. More on this in a moment. A retrograde period is better suited for reflection than action. Wait if you can, act if you must. For starters, contemplate how you're doing in Venus's three main areas, relationship, creativity, and money. You can also ponder other Venus-ruled areas, such as aesthetics, harmony, and justice. Venus retrogrades entirely within Capricorn. This invites you to mull over your business relationships, earned income, and the role creativity plays in your work. Is your work situation fair and harmonious? You could dig even deeper. Are your relationships as productive as you want them to be? If you're doing creative things, are you sharing them so they can serve others? Venus is energetically conjunct Pluto and Capricorn for over seven weeks, November 22nd through January 12th. They'll join forces again for another month in 2022, February 17th through March 14th. Their exact conjunctions are December 11th, December 25th, Christmas Day, and March 3rd of 2022. This extended dance, which includes the first three and a half weeks of Venus retrograde, gives you lots of time to benefit from their life-affirming opportunities. Pluto likes to reveal the hidden truth, so this is a good time to scrutinize your important relationships. The energies of Pluto and Capricorn can help you more easily see your relationship dynamics unflinchingly and from a more objective perspective. Is a specific relationship helping you move toward your goals? Is it making you wealthier? Wealth can be anything you value, not just money. Is it helping you stand more fully in your power? If a relationship is not firing on all cylinders, this Venus-Pluto conjunction could stimulate challenge to show you what needs your attention. As always in such situations, you'll need to decide whether release or repair is the best strategy. I recommend nonviolent communication, linked in the show notes, to help you work through relationship issues, and I recommend my healing invocation, which is part of my free invocation masterclass, also linked in the show notes, to process your internal emotional wounds. If you want to get to that masterclass quick and easy, just go to astroshaman.com. The last word on the menu bar is invocations. Just tap or click that, and it'll take you right in. This conjunction is also tailor-made for career success. Venus is the planet of money. Pluto is the planet of wealth, and Capricorn is the sign of business. But be sure to exercise due diligence, since Pluto can bring both jackpots and wipeouts. Finally, Pluto can supercharge Venus's creativity. It's a great time to dive into your artistic expression. Pluto is not squeamish, so do not censor yourself. 
it might be helpful to decide that your initial creation is for your eyes only. If your work wants to go in shocking or taboo directions, let it rip. You can decide later if anyone else gets to see it or if you need to tone it down before it reaches a broader audience. Chiron Direct. About six hours after Venus turns retrograde, Chiron turns direct at 11.33 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's at eight and a half degrees Aries. And by the way, this is happening on December 19th. The wounded healer turned retrograde over five months ago on July 15th. That was around 13 degrees Aries. When Chiron turned retrograde, I said that it was a good time to reflect on the healing you most need to do. Which unhealed traumas are blocking your way forward? What guidance do you need to chart your optimal course? With Chiron in Aries, how is your unhealed emotional pain stopping you from doing your best as a warrior, pioneer, entrepreneur, or sexual being? If you've done enough of your own healing, how can you best serve others as a mentor or healer? With Chiron now direct, it's a good time to begin taking action in these areas. Let the healing and wisdom giving begin. On Tuesday, December 21st, the sun enters Capricorn and we have the December solstice. The sun enters Capricorn at 10.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, marking the December solstice. In the Northern Hemisphere, this is the winter solstice and marks the longest night of the year. It's just the opposite in the Southern Hemisphere, where it's the summer solstice and ushers in the longest day. For the next month, you can embody Capricornian qualities more easily. You can choose to be more mature, responsible, and reliable. You can manage your time well and more skillfully plan and implement your goals. You might feel more reclusive, but might also be inspired to share your wisdom with others. Now let's talk about the solstice. Seasonal astrology charts give a sense of the energy for the next three months. Fortunately, the most important things in the solstice chart are interpreted elsewhere in this forecast, so I don't have to give their interpretations right now. So Venus retrograde, including the Venus-Pluto conjunction I've already talked about, and later in this podcast, I will talk about Saturn square Uranus and Jupiter quintile Uranus. In addition, the Cancer moon's tight opposition to Venus and Pluto highlights Venus retrograde and the Venus-Pluto conjunction. The moon's sextile with the North Node suggests that you can more easily align with your life purpose if you follow your heart. The sun aspects the North Node even more tightly by quincunx. This indicates that some adjustment will be needed to fulfill your reason for incarnating. The life purpose theme is further energized by an applying square to the lunar nodes from expansive Jupiter. The sun also sextiles Aquarian Jupiter. This harmoniously electrifies Jupiterian themes, such as higher education, foreign influences, and celebration. Or perhaps it's time for an unorthodox adventure. Mercury is tightly trying Uranus, making it easier for you to receive intuitive hits and think outside the box. Mercury and Juno are tightly conjunct, opening the door to sustained intellectual partnership. Finally, Chiron, which just turned direct in Aries two days ago, trines Mars. This smoothly energizes healing and mentoring, whether you're giving or receiving. Next, we come to Friday, December 24th, a very eventful Christmas Eve. Saturn square Uranus. Drumroll, please. This is extensively updated from my Saturn Uranus square forecast back on June 14th. This is the third and final perfection of 2021's most powerful aspect, a Saturn-Uranus square. Saturn's at 11 Aquarius and Uranus is at 11 Taurus. It came into orb, which means close enough to be impactful, 
on November 23rd of 2020. It lasts for 26 months through January 24th of 2023. 2021's two previous Saturn-Uranus squares were on February 17th and June 14th. There will not be any exact Saturn-Uranus squares in 2022. Nevertheless, this square will remain strong enough to also be next year's most powerful astrological influence. Everything I say in relation to Saturn square Uranus equally applies to Saturn being in Aquarius all year. This is because Uranus and Aquarius have the same astrological meaning. The archetypal themes I discuss here are primarily sourced from Ren Butler's amazing book, The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams. Big thanks to Ren for letting me use his brilliant work as my foundation. That is the best book I have seen on interpreting two and three planet combinations. It's human nature to remember the last thing said most clearly. For that reason, I'm going to start with the shadow qualities of the Saturn-Uranus square and end with its more uplifting possibilities. So let's start with Saturn-Uranus shadow qualities. The costs of freedom, limitations on freedom. The coronavirus brought these themes to the forefront. Some perceive their freedom being limited by being forced to wear a mask or receive the coronavirus vaccine. They may object to limitations on freedom of speech as non-mainstream views on vaccines are censored. Others hold the opposite view. They may believe that their freedom to remain healthy and not be sickened or killed by the coronavirus is most important. They might view the censorship of non-mainstream vaccine information as a regrettable necessity to prevent the spread of potentially lethal misinformation. For either side, aggressive proselytizing of their viewpoint is unlikely to change the mind of anyone with an opposing view. But psychological studies have demonstrated that people will be much more open to your point of view if they believe you're open to theirs. Their persuasiveness increases if others feel that you're genuinely interested in what they're saying and are seriously considering their views. More Saturn-Uranus keywords. The pain of individuation, acute tension between liberal and conservative elements, polarized extremes between reactionary and progressive impulses. This is most obvious in the U.S. in the seemingly intractable divide between Republicans and Democrats, but it's also playing out within the Democratic Party, which has the narrowest possible majority in the Senate. This means that more conservative senators, such as Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, can single-handedly stop or water down Biden's more progressive agenda. More keywords. Rebirth that's delayed, inhibited, or incomplete. Liberation with complicating factors. These phrases make me think of the incoming Aquarian age. I believe that there's a new spiritual age rising. I know many people who are actively working toward this more harmonious experience on Earth. If you do not believe this, you could understandably ask why things seem worse than ever. But we have 5,000 years of dominator patriarchal culture to be cleared. Trump did us a favor by flushing it up and making it visible. Now that it's out of the shadows, we can see what we're dealing with. Our very survival depends on cleaning up the negative, self-centered, profit-only mindset that has been dominant in Western culture for so long. Fortunately, it's now much easier for light workers to operate in the inner world. Awakening can happen faster. Those serving the forces of love and light can more easily create the energetic infrastructure that will eventually manifest in a more harmonious planet for all to enjoy. I expect this to manifest more clearly in the mid-2020s with the peak of a multi-year mini grand trine featuring Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. More keywords. Failed or compromised experiments. 
unexpected problems and disruptions, severe shocks, rude awakenings. These four themes represent one of the biggest changes from 2020 to 2021. 2020's big event was a Jupiter-Saturn-Pluto triple conjunction in Capricorn. This was immensely powerful, but none of those planets works especially fast. For example, the coronavirus took months to spread into a pandemic. In 2021 and 2022, things are happening much more rapidly. Uranus is like a lightning strike, and Saturn is structure. Many of the critical events of 2021 and 2022 will happen suddenly and surprisingly. One example was the Taliban taking over Afghanistan faster than anyone had expected after the U.S. withdrawal. These events can be either challenging or wonderful and will operate on all levels from micro to macro. I describe many such events that have already happened in the final section of this Saturn-Uranus interpretation. So let's talk now about overcompensated Saturn. With Saturn square Uranus, what if one planet is getting a lot more energy than the other? With an overcompensated Saturn, here are the things that can happen. Repression of the young, dissenting, or eccentric members of society by forces of authority and tradition. Forgotten ideals, endless compromises, future shock, fear of change, unbearable physical tensions, body armor and character armor, hypervigilance. Overcompensated Uranus. If Uranus gets overcompensated in a challenging way, we can have ongoing impatience and extremism, a need for unreasonable levels of independence, irresponsible or harmful forms of rebellion, giving up secure foundations prematurely, the consequences of unchecked experimentation or hubris, negative sides of modern science and technology, anti-spiritual revolutions, proclaiming freedom for yourself by imposing dictatorial conditions on others. So what about the positive side of Saturn square Uranus? Yes, it's a hard aspect, but hard aspects like squares and oppositions fire up the most powerful breakthroughs. The biggest accomplishments and successes usually happen under hard aspects. They aren't bad, they're just intense. They demand action. Something is going to happen. When you consciously partner with a hard aspect, you can steer it in a more positive direction. Here are some upside ways you can partner with the Saturn Uranus square to co-create a more wonderful life. So here are the flowing qualities. Responsible and balanced freedom, careful change and innovation, cautious experimentation, freedom through structure, liberating routine, hard-won liberation, liberation in increments, conscious and deliberate freeing of yourself, a sense of nothing given freely. With these last four themes, I think of Black Lives Matter. Very little has been given freely to this movement, but they've persevered and are working to correct hundreds of years of systemic inequality. Other Saturn-Uranus keywords, tradition versus progress, authority versus rebellion, conservatism versus change, security and adventure, materialism and idealism, paying the price for freedom, escaping into another predicament, challenging the bedrock assumptions of a worldview. Speaking of bedrock assumptions, consider the paradigm of endless growth versus sustainability. Imagine that you're an alien arriving on Earth for the first time. You might ask, why are these humans at war with their own planet? Don't they need it to survive? Don't they have any concern for their fellow species? Other bedrock assumptions are the man-made ideas of money, economics, and capitalism. All of these are just mental concepts. They only have power because we collectively believe in them. But what if we all shared different ideas, such as a globally sustainable way of living, 
we need to act so that the seventh generation beyond ours has a wonderful world to live in. How important is a quarterly bottom line profit compared to that? If you see a better approach, even in some small way, why not incorporate that into your life? As Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Even with such a small step, a shift happens. When enough people do it, big change happens. Another bedrock assumption is that we're human beings. But what if we're actually divine beings having a human experience? I experienced a radical shift when I first embodied my divinity in my human body. I still have a lot of personal healing work to do. But knowing what I really am, which is the same divine consciousness that we all really are, makes it so much easier to give other beings more compassion and love. More keywords. Breakthroughs in deep self-exploration by becoming the resistance. Liberation from fear by being acutely subjected to fear. These two phrases refer to shadow work. I can't recommend it highly enough. There's a simple tool I offer, which I mentioned earlier in this podcast. It's free. It's called the healing invocation. You just say to your higher self, maximum healing that serves highest good please. Then you hold your attention wherever it feels bad, and your higher self flushes that heavy energy right out for you. To learn more about the Healing Invocation, check out my free Invocation Masterclass. Again, astroshaman.com. Last word in the menu bar is Invocations. Click that and you're on your way. More keywords. Being unable to hold rigid positions or stay stuck permanently. Working out specific karmic problems. Unexpected rewards for your pain. Personal suffering becomes archetypal suffering. Tragedy consumed by experiencing its emotion fully. Death in one place leading to rebirth elsewhere, global breakdown of antiquated structures. In 2021, we've seen all kinds of structures falling rapidly, governmental, business, and personal, because their time has passed. I'll give a bunch of examples in a moment. It's time for better and more conscious structures to rise. There may be some cases in which a darker, more self-serving structure will rise. The forces of darkness are also players in this great game. But as a light worker, if you see an old structure going down, you can help create a more luminous structure in its place. I don't believe we should try to get back to normal. Do we really want to perpetuate the current culture of ever-increasing division, hostility, and othering? And in terms of the global environment, our pre-pandemic normal was a suicide mission. The only viable way forward for us humans and everything else on Earth is to create a better reality than the old one. The last four Saturn Square Uranus themes I'll discuss are transcending time and causality, overcoming the need for external security, an ability to remain unfazed by any extreme, and spirit coming to know itself in matter. The only way to transcend time and causality is to awaken to the part of you that's in a higher dimension, beyond time and causality. Likewise, you overcome the need for external physical security by connecting with the indestructible part of you beyond the physical world. Once you experience the immortal part of you that cannot be harmed, your luminous soul, it's easier for your human self to relax. Even if this human body dies, you're guaranteed all the incarnations you need for your soul journey. Not only that, I believe that the game is rigged and everybody wins. The finish line for every soul is ultimately the same, divine union. There's simply nowhere else to go. One great thing about Saturn square Uranus is that it eliminates complacency. With so many structures becoming unstable, you have to be more creative and innovative. Life becomes more intense and exciting. As a result, you can get a lot more soul growth accomplished. Okay, 
Here's some examples of Saturn square Uranus in 2021. Most of these highlight a Uranian breakthrough from a Saturnian structure. Here's some ongoing things, record-setting natural disasters, including heat waves, floods, wildfires, hurricanes, and tornadoes, widespread worldwide ransomware attacks against business and governments, coup d'etat in several developing countries, Biden struggling to pass his Build Back Better Act, despite same-party opposition by Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, and the U.S. inflation rate recently soaring. Let's go by month. January. On the 6th, pro-Trump rioters stormed the U.S. Capitol on the day Congress was voting to approve Joe Biden's victory in the 2020 election. On the 7th, Facebook bans Trump indefinitely from its social media platform. January 8, Twitter permanently bans Trump's account. January 13, Trump becomes the first president to be impeached twice after the House charges him with inciting the Capitol insurrection. 15th of January, the global death toll from COVID-19 passes 2 million. January 20, President Joe Biden is inaugurated and Vice President Kamala Harris makes history as the first female, black and South Asian vice president. January 22nd, the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons, the first legally binding international agreement to comprehensively prohibit nuclear weapons, comes into effect. January 26th, the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases exceeds 100 million worldwide. February. February 2nd, the Senate confirms Pete Buttigieg as Transportation Secretary, making him the United States' first openly gay Cabinet Secretary. Mid-February, the Texas power grid failure. February 18, NASA's Mars 2020 mission, containing the Perseverance rover and Ingenuity helicopter drone, lands on Mars. February 22nd, U.S. death toll from COVID-19 surpasses half a million. March. March 7th, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle drop bombshell accusations against Buckingham Palace in a tell-all interview with Oprah. March 15, Deb Holland is confirmed as Interior Secretary, making her the United States' first Native American Cabinet Secretary. March 23, Ever Given, one of the largest container ships in the world, runs aground and obstructs the Suez Canal, disrupting global trade. The ship is freed on March 29. March 25, the number of vaccinations administered worldwide exceeds 500 million. April, the global death toll from COVID-19 on the 17th surpasses 3 million. April 19th, NASA's Ingenuity helicopter, part of the Mars 2020 mission, performs the first powered flight on another planet. April 20th, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin is convicted in the killing of George Floyd. April 24th, the number of vaccinations administered worldwide exceeds 1 billion. May. May 5th, SpaceX successfully flies, lands, and recovers a Starship prototype for the first time. May 26th, Shell becomes the first company to be legally mandated to align its carbon emissions with the Paris Climate Accord following a landmark court ruling in the Netherlands. June. June 5th, the G7 agrees on a global minimum corporate tax rate of 15% intended to prevent tax avoidance by some of the world's biggest multinationals. June 9th. The Legislative Assembly of El Salvador passes legislation to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender in the country, becoming the first country to adopt the cryptocurrency alongside the U.S. dollar. June 17th, Juneteenth becomes an official U.S. holiday. That marks the end of slavery. June 24th, the condo collapse in Surfside, Florida. July. July 7th, Haiti's president is assassinated in his home. July 16, Texas Democrats leave the state to block a voting bill. July 28th, the first direct observation of light from behind a black hole is reported, confirming Einstein's theory of general relativity. 
August. August 10th, after insisting he would remain in office, Andrew Cuomo resigns as governor of New York. August 15, the Taliban take over Afghanistan much sooner than expected. August 30, the United States withdraws its last remaining troops from Afghanistan, ending 20 years of operations. September. September 1st, Texas passes unprecedented six-week vigilante abortion ban designed to circumvent judicial review. September 7th, El Salvador becomes the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin as an official currency. September 16, Inspiration 4, launched by SpaceX, becomes the first all-civilian spaceflight, carrying a four-person crew on a three-day orbit of the Earth. October. October 3rd, the Pandora Papers is published, revealing the offshore financial activities of many current and former world leaders. October 6th, who? The World Health Organization endorses the first malaria vaccine, 30 years in the making. October 31st through November 13th at the 2021 United Nations Climate Change Conference, world leaders agree to a phase down of unabated coal power, a 30% cut in methane emissions by 2030, plans for a halt to deforestation by 2030, and increased financial support for developing countries. November. November 1st, recorded deaths from COVID-19 surpass 5 million. Biden signs the $1 billion plus infrastructure bill into law. And November 26, WHO convenes an emergency meeting in Geneva about Omicron, a highly mutated variant of COVID-19 that appears more infectious than Delta. December, our month. December 6, the United States becomes the first country to surpass 50 million COVID-19 cases. I expect many more such saturn Uranus events in 2022. Continue to cultivate the best possible outcomes from this wild ride. We have another big event on December 24th, Jupiter quintile Uranus. Lovely energy for Christmas Eve. So Jupiter and Uranus are quintile here on Christmas Eve, Jupiter at 29 degrees Aquarius and Uranus at 11 degrees Taurus. Quintiles make magic. This 72 degree aspect, one fifth of the circle, is associated with divine inspiration, mystical experience and fairy dust. We might as well throw in unicorns and rainbows while we're at it. When it connects two planets with such positive potential, the upside can be amazing. This is an encore performance. Jupiter and Uranus were also quintile on May 5th and July 3rd, and were in orb, close enough to connect, March 30th through August 8th. Their current orb lasts December 3rd through January 12th of 2022. Here are some of the wonderful ways we might experience Jupiter quintile Uranus. Many thanks to Ren Butler for letting me once again borrow from his masterful book, The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams. So here's those keywords. Dramatic breakthroughs and quantum leaps, rebirth and awakening, surprising resolution of problems, unexpected openings and opportunities, expanded horizons, changes of fortune or philosophy, incurable and infectious optimism, heightened aliveness, access to new layers or realms of experience, transcendence of petty problems and attachments, urges to share your light, the light at the end of the tunnel, the eureka moment, feelings of universal redemption, collective epiphanies and awakenings, breakthroughs that benefit everyone, everything around you coming vibrantly alive, higher emancipation, freedom for all, the truth shall make you free, maximum liberation, moments of genius or brilliance, divine inspiration, create a frenzy to become as God, flashes of greatness, ascendancy of the liberal, humanitarian, and progressive impulses, surges of cultural flowering. 
That's some mighty good stuff there. Since Uranus carries the same archetypal energy as Aquarius, we've had the opportunity to enjoy these same delightful effects with Jupiter in Aquarius. Jupiter finished a six-month passage through Aquarius on May 13th and is revisiting the lightning sign July 28th through December 28th of 2021. Let's move on to Saturday, December 25th, Christmas Day, Venus conjunct Pluto. I discussed this potent conjunction happening at 26 Capricorn as part of my Venus retrograde interpretation. That means I've already told you about it, so I won't repeat myself here. Tuesday, December 28th, Jupiter enters Pisces. Jupiter starts the second of three visits to Pisces at 11.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He powers through the sign of the fishes in just four and a half months, then enters Aries on May 10th. Jupiter returns to Pisces October 28th through December 20 of 2022. Earlier in 2021, Jupiter was in Pisces May 13th through July 27th. I am yet again grateful to Ren Butler for letting me borrow from his book, The Archetypal Universe, Astrological Patterns in Human Culture, Thought, Emotion, and Dreams. Have that memorized yet? We begin with the more challenging shadow qualities of Jupiter and Pisces so we can finish with its positive possibilities. The world needs the flowing possibilities of Jupiter and Pisces now more than ever. Shadow qualities. Over-optimism, rose-colored glasses, spaced-out impractical idealism, new-age naivete and gullibility, blurred distinctions and belief in anything, overextension, excessive generosity, unwise financial speculation, illusions of easy material return, mirages of a glorious prosperity, fool's gold, self-indulgence and laziness combined with high expectations, excessive ritual trappings and ceremony in religion, spiritual materialism, wholesale illusions and projections, esoteric pretensions, psychic inflation, and grandiosity. Flowing qualities. Feelings of faith and wonder, grand ideals and visions, heightened intuition, exalted dreams, expansive inner life, outpourings of creative expression, dream come true optimism, a feeling of being buoyed or lifted from within, blissful states of cosmic unity, reconnection with divine consciousness, tolerance and forgiveness, altruism and generosity, broad-ranging kindness and compassion, transcendence of factionalism, human compassion, transcending creed or affiliation, authentic spiritual institutions, the humanitarian safety net, all-encompassing shifts of vision, the revisioning and reenchantment of a culture, consciousness expanding everywhere, sacred wonders and pilgrimages, mystical or spiritual education. Life is not a spectator sport. The more each of us embodies the positive potentials of Jupiter and Pisces, the easier it will be for the world's people, societies, institutions, and governments to do the same. We're all connected, and your consciousness and actions affect everyone and everything. I used my favorite Gandhi quote earlier in this forecast, but it's worth repeating here. Be the change you want to see in the world. Announcements. If you think the Beatles were amazing, just wait until you learn about their astrology. Eric Myers, master astrologer, prolific author, and lifelong Beatles fanatic, spent years writing The Spiritual Dimension of the Beatles. This groundbreaking book explores the critical astrological influences that shaped the Beatles' lives and music. In a special 77-minute bonus edition of This Week in Astrology, which I posted four days ago, I do an in-depth interview with Eric about the astrology of the Beatles. Learn about how the departed mothers of both Paul McCartney and John Lennon acted as their muses, 
the magical astrological Beatles signature, how the Uranus-Pluto conjunction of the 60s profoundly influenced their music, and much more. There's a link in the show notes for that. Also, everyone is welcome to participate in many Awakening Plus Zoom calls for free. These events support your individual healing and awakening, as well as global spiritual awakening. Some events are for Awakening Plus members only, but we'd love to have you join our supportive online community. Dip your toe in the water with our 30 days for $1 risk-free trial membership. Here's info on our events in the second half of December, all at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Wednesday, December 15th, that's tomorrow as I record this, members only, individual healings that also bless the senders. You can support the individual healing of the people on this call and maybe even get one of your own. The magic of this process is in the combined healing intentions of everyone who participates. Don't be surprised if you receive bounce back healing as you hold space for someone else. Wednesday, December 22nd, members only shamanic breathwork. Breakthrough to deeper healing and awakening with shamanic breathwork. Supported by focused breathing and powerful music, you can experience a natural altered state and spontaneous shamanic journeying. The process can release old wounds, challenging emotions, and dysfunctional patterns, resulting in greater health and wholeness. You might also open up to new levels of spiritual awakening. I'm a certified shamanic breathwork facilitator. I'll introduce you to the process, hold space remotely during the music, then help you integrate afterward. Thursday, December 23rd, members only, ask me anything. In this lively event, Awakening Plus members can ask me whatever's on their minds. Questions relating to the core themes of Awakening Plus, healing, awakening, and spiritual service are especially welcome. I'll prioritize questions whose answers would be helpful to the entire membership. Then on Wednesday, December 29th, a free public event, Seraphim Blueprint Meditation with Vanessa Johnson, guest facilitator. The Seraphim are the highest order of angels. In guest presenter Vanessa Johnson's guided meditation, the Seraphim will open a pipeline directly to you then they'll bless you with exactly the energies you need. You'll be held in a magical bubble, complete with protection from the violet flame. In this sacred container, you'll receive alchemical transformation at the cellular level. All you'll need to do is relax and receive the frequencies. In this profound flow state, you'll be able to deal with life challenges more harmoniously. Plus, Vanessa will tell you how you can get back to this beautiful state anytime. And then every Monday, we have a free public event called New Earth Support Team. In this popular weekly event, we first create our sacred container and invoke embodied awakening. Then we let our divine allies know that we've come to serve the great global awakening. They take it from there. Our spiritual services routinely rewarded with personal healing, spiritual upgrades, and profound bliss. Awakening Plus features at least 10 live streaming events each month. Many live events are open to everyone for free, while some events are for members only. We'd love to have you join our supportive online community. Members receive these exclusive benefits. About half of our 10 Zoom calls each month are members only, an archive of now nearly 400 life-transforming events, a best-of events guide to help you sort through all those, a 16-part Invocation Masterclass course, a self-guided internal family systems therapy course, monthly community connection call, monthly Ask Me Anything call, an accountability partner if you want one, the forum to interact with other members. Wow. You can learn more or start your 30 days for a dollar risk-free trial membership at awakeningplus.com. If that doesn't get you there, go to astroshaman.com services, and then the last pull-down under services is Awakening Plus. Thank you for being here. Once again, I'm Benjamin Bernstein with astroshaman.com. 
I can serve you with astrology readings, shamanic healing, and one-of-a-kind life coaching. All my one-on-one services are equally effective in person or long distance. I also offer an unbeatable price on SolarFire, the number one astrology software for Windows. And as I mentioned, I run the Awakening Plus online membership for spiritual support. You can learn about all this and more at astroshaman.com. And see the show notes, go to astroshaman.com slash 597. Please reach out if you have any questions. My email is benjamin at astroshaman.com. My number for voice and text is 828-338-9852. And I would love to connect with you. Do note, however, I will be out of the country in Peru doing a deep ayahuasca dieta December 26th through January 7th. So I'll be returning any calls and messages after that. We are wrapping up. Please leave me a five-star rating, review, or comment wherever you're getting this episode so others who also love astrology and spirituality can find it. Thanks again for spending this time with me. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way.